Welcome to Why Not Sports with your host, Derek Murphy. This is your man, Captain Kirk, coming back for the second time, introducing my man for the ninth season. Ninth season, no more big leagues. My man's elite now. Featuring on this episode, we got Mr. Delante DeSouza from the hit series on HBO Max. Go subscribe if you haven't. Winning time. He plays Michael Cooper, Laker Nation. Stand up. Big Murph, do your thing. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. World, I, man, I'm going to ride my own way, right? Like, you, you see the title of, of, of this episode. Um, again, shout out to Mr. Rodney Barnes for just giving her brother an opportunity and then allowing me to just focus more in depth of uh, of this particular uh, award winning show on HBO. But war before we dive deeper into that, where can I start? Um, I'm a defensive oriented person. Um, some used to say I was real quiet. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about this dope gentleman, this dope guest. Uh, track and field athlete coming up. Entrepreneur. Um, actor. Someone that plays Coop, Michael Cooper on the HBO series Winning Time. Mr. Delante De Souza. I had to put my like announcer voice on for him because he's you know he just gotta practice. So I still want to keep that going. But world, help me welcome Double D Delante. The Sousa, the Why Not Sports. What up, what up, what up, world? <laughs> look at it, look at it, look at it. Yeah, y'all, y'all heard him say, what up, what up, back, man. Just, I know you just got out of practice. How, how, how was it, man? Because I met Mr. Iman. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, Dude, it's like, it's like a real <laughs> NBA workout in there. That's really all I can say about it. I mean, Edon just. I mean, he he will make you a better hooper for yes, sure. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And I mean, we're actors, so like that workouts he has us doing, we're like, yo, this is crazy. But yeah, man, practice was good, man. We all got a good sweat in doing our thing, so yeah, it was all good. Good, good, good. Now the listeners like, wait a minute, Merv, track and field athlete, actor to basketball. We gonna but Baltimore, come on, we gonna we gonna we 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 gotta talk about the upbringing first though. Yep. What was it like growing up in Baltimore, Maryland, in the field of track and field? Ooh, ooh, that's a good question, Murph. So, you know, I was born in '94. Um, grew up, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore City, specifically. But okay. um, man, it was it was kind of an interesting vibe because you know we got the Ravens, we got the Oreos. Yeah, you could claim the Wizards, you know, but that's like D.C. Right, right. But Baltimore City, is speci- like, specifically is a 
very football, basketball heavy city, if you okay. know what I mean. I mean, baseball too, but those are like the three primary sports. So if you didn't, you know, play football, if you didn't hoop, you didn't play sports. Right, track you know and what field, what's that? Oh, okay, whatever. Gotcha. You just wasn't an athlete in the city, you know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> but man, it was interesting because um, I remember I tried out for basketball uh, freshman year of high school, didn't make the team, went to the track team, made that, and that was kind of my bread and butter since. So throughout high school, I was, you know, running 400, 200, and four by four. Those are like my main events. Um, Cause I was one of the fastest dudes in my class. I just didn't have that much stamina. Gotcha. So that by the time, you know what I'm saying, the race was over, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So they wanted me. They wanted to put me in the shorter races, you know. Gotcha. Capitalize. You, you, you're gonna be the sprinter, oh Delante. No marathons for you, brother. No, nah, we just gonna yeah. in and out. <laughs> yeah, we just in there and out of there. Come on, come on. We got we got things to do. But uh, yeah, man, no, it was cool, man. I love my time in high school. I love my time in Baltimore. You know, what I'm saying I learned a lot just being from the city and taking it outside to, you know, now I, Hollywood, I guess. Um, but yeah, man, Baltimore born and raised. Nice, nice. Now, I'm from the Midwest, and I say that to say because it's cold. As still in track and field, you still have to work out, like you said. Mm-hmm. You're an exceptional athlete. So during the off season, what was your workout regimen? Oh, you might just been one of them gifted, talented, just like Murph. I only worked out when it was time for the season. Man, no, we definitely had a preseason workout. <laughs> I just had to make sure. <laughs> and it's funny because Baltimore is definitely one of those cities where it gets cold too. And, you know, I was doing indoor. I didn't do too much outdoor track and field, but I definitely did indoor. One of the things our coach would do is say, look, I'm about to take out the weather app on my phone. If it's 42 degrees or higher, we running outside. Yeah. So you would be, it'd be like, I don't know, 42.3 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> Nice, you know, the whole team outside, you and your thermals, you and your warm-ups, you just running on the track, man. And you could just see your breath as you're breathing out. Cold. It was so cold. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. But yeah, man, I just ran to just kind of keep in shape. Um, you know, sometimes I would do like whoa races and stuff like that in between, but gotcha. While the time I was doing track was also the time I started to get into theater. So that was kind of the balancing act I had going on in high school. And it's interesting, man. Again, shout out to you. I just had a bruh man from the fifth flow from, you know, the, the, the living legend. And he similar stories. How you an athlete and you doing the theater drama, like acting like that's I've never before that show. I'm telling on myself. I wouldn't have put the two Not only that Like almost within Weeks of each other Have another dope guest Aspiring actor Who's doing great things To be like Yeah Murph I did acting And I was able to do both I'm like I struggled Not struggled But I had to put a lot of time in When it came to just being A student athlete Just from books and athletics But you Books Athletics And you know I can do some acting too So salute to y'all man (laughs) Thank you Thank you Murph Appreciate it Yes sir now you get into college, 
computer science, like again, I mean, that's a, as a brother, as an athlete and a brother, like computer science is like that's up there when it comes to majors. You didn't do, I'm just find an easier route. I'm like, yo, like that's how, what is it about computer science when you said at that time, like this is what I want to, you know, focus on and study. Man, it was. It was an interesting decision. So, you know, my dad, (laughs) it all goes back home, bro. It all goes back to home. So my dad is an um, immigrant from Jamaica. He had moved about um, 30 years ago or so. Okay. Um, And, you know, he's pretty much got the, you know, uh, immigrant story. Just kind of came from nothing, started a new life out here in the States. That's good. Wanted to build something for his family. So... When I was like five, I think, and my older brother was like 11, maybe, okay. he had bought his like first computer and he just put it in the house. It was like a Windows 98 or something. Come something on. real perfect now, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was cool because it had like Tetris on it. It wasn't even yeah. Tetris, it was like Pong or something. Some crazy, like, I don't know, old game. Yes, sir. Solitaire, whatever. But um, I remember coming home from school, me and my brother would just play the computer like every day, like, Anytime we come back home, like elementary, middle school, we just go on the computer for a few hours and just dabble with it. And then it got to the point where it kind of became our thing where like, we were like the tech whiz in the house, you know? Cause we had spent so much time around that, around the computer that like, we started to kind of know how to do all the advanced stuff. Like, oh, how you go on the internet and how you look this up? Yeah. Or how you like, I ain't gonna say nothing legal on here, obviously, but like- I know you good, you man. Know, we, you know you good. We, we know how to do a lot of stuff with yeah, the computer. Troubleshoot, like, <laughs> do some troubleshooting, you know, when need be. There you go. Troubleshoot, <laughs> remove viruses, all that stuff. Not no, not no music download, none of that. No, yes, no, sir, no, I got no. you, brother. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he, he kind of invested in that to just try to build an interest in me and my brother to take on technology. And that's where the whole, you know, computer science passion came from. Because by the yeah. time I was in, you know, my senior year, I was like, well, the only things I really like is like acting. I mean, I like sports. I wasn't passionate about right, sports. Right, right, But I was just like, you know, acting and computers. I, that's all I can really think of. Like, that I spend my free time doing. So, you know, I got in the University of Maryland and I was like, all right, well, I can do computers there. And I know they got some type of act in there, so let's see what that looks like. And that's kind of where, you know, the computer science thing came from. Nice, nice, nice. Man, that's dope, man. That's something that you can carry with you forever as technology, as you know, clearly, is always expanding and growing. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. That's dope. Now, acting. Where did your love for acting or what made you decide, you know what? I want to give this thing a try. What, did you see someone on TV? Was it a family member? What was it, man? To give you that, this, that nick, the knack to just like, you know, I want, I want to try it out. You know, it's funny. I never really, I never really understood what an actor was or what they did. Even for all like the Fresh Prince I watched growing up, all gotcha. Martin I watched, Wayne yes, Brothers, sir. Jamie Foxx, like all that stuff. It never occurred to me that someone was getting paid to you know provide this entertainment to me. I just thought, okay, people on the TV, their lives are crazy. Like that's what's up. But um, that's good. <laughs> but it started when I was like, um, I was fourteen, I think, and my cousin 
my older cousin by one year, he was going to the spot called the Arena Players. Now, if you don't know, the Arena Players is the oldest and longest running African-American community theater in, in, the, in the area you live in. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So like that place has a lot of lore and a lot of history behind it as far as like black entertainers, actors, singers, dancers who have come up and is very closely linked to, you know, Baltimore School for the Arts. Um, so there's a lot of history in the, in the art scene at the Arena Players. Um, but he was just going there for a play one time and he was like, he was like, yo, check this play out I'm doing, blah, 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 I went. I thought it was cool, I thought they had fun. Um, and again, I was like 14 or 15 at the time, so like all this stuff didn't even like make right. sense to me. But then after his play, he was like, yo, um, we doing like this performance and like, you know, we, we looking for some more guys to join, like you should come through after class. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I finished up track practice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. I got out of track practice and I hopped on the subway and I went downtown to the um, to the theater. Uh, it's on McCullough Street. Um, but yeah, I went down there and then the first thing they said was, all right, well, we need y'all to, you know, put some shorts on because we're about to dance. And I was like, wait, dance? I thought, I thought, I thought we were going to play. What you mean dance? <laughs> So it turned out they were doing a dance recital as their uh, first performance. So I was like, all right, I'm here. Why, why not, man? Right. Why not go for it? <laughs> but the first performance I did was actually a dance recital at the arena. And then we did a play. And that's kind of how everything built from there. But yeah, man, it was shout out to my cousin, man. He was the first one that kind of introduced me into the whole performing art scene in general. Nice. And I just kind of took that as my interest grew and just got building on it. Nice. And it's interesting too, D, how what you want initially, it might not be how you thought it would be. Like you was like, oh, I'm, okay, I'm interested. Put on some shorts. You're going to dance. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but that's principle. For me, that is principle. You want something, it might be uneasy or different at first, but once you, you know, it, I think it's a test for you to, if you really want to do this, whether it's acting or you know, athletics, anything in life, it's just going to be a test. And once you knock that out, then you a testament of that. And I look at you now. Hey, kicking it with me on Why Not Sports. After coming from practice, from the uh, award-winning series, winning time, <laughs> HBO. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Now we get to what was that first gig for you to where you was like, I might have a steady career as an actor. Mm. Mm, that's a good question, D. Because uh... you've done some things. I've, I've, I was able to check out some YouTube and some other things about you. Entrepreneurship, flipping houses and different, you know, get, come on, D, I, this is what I do. You don't see them accolades. You don't see the great guests because I'm just, oh, no, I take time. Even with, when, anyway. I make sure I dive in because I'm learning from you guys at the same time. So, you know, I'm, I might, hey, D, man, I saw, man, I'm like, I mean, in, in California, you still got them real estate connections. I'm, you just never know. Yo. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole background. Right? I'm ready, D. I'm ready. Yeah, Murph. There we go. Um, Man, I think the first role that made me actually consider, like, taking acting seriously um 
I remember I was doing this play, it was called Rebel Without a Cause. If you know the movie, you know, it's James Dean, um, way back when. Yes, sir. And I was playing uh, Plato, his best friend. Um, and that character was kind of a stretch for me because, you know, throughout the movie, he's very schizophrenic and like, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of all over the place. And he has sort of a tragic end by the end of the movie. Um, so many of the actor who plays him in the movie did a beautiful, fantastic job. And, you know, me being, a, I don't know, I was probably 16 or 17 at the time. Trying to encapsulate that and bring truth to that was one of the biggest challenges for me. But... You know, I spent all pretty much my waking hours working on it um, so that by the time we got to performance, it just felt like butter, you know, um, and that's all you can really hope for as an actor is that your performance feels easy and effortless. But, you know, the thing that made me really think about it was uh, Robert Chu, who played Proposition Joe on The Wire, you know, God rest his soul. Yeah. Um, he came up to me after the performance and he was like, he was like, Delonte, I don't know what you plan to do in the future. You know, my time at the arena was coming up. I was about to turn 18, go off to college. But he was like, you could really take acting to a higher level if you wanted to. Like, I, I have that belief in you. And that was something that always sat in the back of my mind. Even as I was in college doing my computer science thing, I was like, well, Mr. Chu believes in me to be an actor, so like, helps. why huge. shouldn't I, mm -hmm. you know? Why mm -hmm. not try it, you know? That was kind of the seal of approval, as they say, for me to really hunker down and pursue acting at a higher level than what I was doing, you know, at that time. That's good. It, it, you never know what your words can do to impact someone and or people's lives and and that's a testament to mr chu like you said rest of soul what he was able to deliver to you to here we are again 2022 about to talk about season two season two winning time <laughs> now I, I gotta backtrack for those first time listeners d or those who might not remember winning time season one dope like the Lakers, the the dynasty Lakers, where they won the first year of the of the um, of the season one, where uh, Magic, Kareem, and Coop, you know, mm -hmm. the silent assassin with the high socks, number twenty one, just dunking off the wing, playing defense. You very heard, heard very little of him, but he did his role, even though. Um, Mr. Wood, Noble Wood played uh, Spencer Haywood, and he had some off the court dealings and, and the coach situation when he got hurt. But I'm saying, for, for, for Coop though, was like, yo, I'm a steal, even though they probably gonna trade you, and his he was gonna take your spot. Like, come on, D, I'm, now I'm talking now. I'm, this is you know, this is what I do. <laughs> but your character still had the belief and the confidence. I feel like I'm talking to you slash Michael Cooper because even you said y'all resemble, which we will talk about that shortly too. Uh -huh. And um, even with, <laughs> this is why in our sports we talk about the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Now, Coop, they didn't show him as active outside of the court as the magics of the world and some of the other players. But <laughs> I just say I'm a grown man now, but overall, your character held it down and played a very important piece to where it helped them win against, uh, you know, the the 
Boston Celtics, Larry Bird, and just going through that that season. Now, you can add, what was season one for you? Ooh, that's a good question, Murph. I think for me, the best way, the best way to describe season one in the terms of being an athlete, season one was tryouts for me. Gotcha. That's good. Season one was, you're a new actor. We never heard of you before. You look like Michael Cooper. Your tape was great. Let's see what you can do with Adrian Brody, with Jason Siegel, with John C. Riley, with Jason Clark. Let's see what you can do with Devon Nixon. Like, yeah. Let's see what you can do with this this other newcomer, Quincy Isaiah, who completely smashes it as Magic Johnson, by the way. Facts. Like, it was so crazy how... Adam McKay, you know, Kevin Messick, Max Bornstein, Ronnie Barnes. Yes, he sir. Was, he was the one that really, like, made it all happen and put it all together. But um, it's crazy how all those guys just had a crazy belief in all of us newcomers to really bring this story to life and to bring truth and authenticity to it. So, you know, season one for me, Murph, was just let me go and ball out. Let me yeah. show them what I can do as an actor and prove that they didn't make the wrong decision and, and cast me for this job. Just like how if I made the team, let me show them what I can do when I get on, you know, get on the track and I prove what I can do there. It was more so like proving to myself that I belong there. And the reason I say myself now is because, you know, they they knew I was they knew I was good. They knew I belonged there the whole time. But it's always that belief that you got to show yourself first that you yes, can sir. do this. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And that's what season one, one was for me. It was just proving that I belonged and that I could hang with, you know, these these giants. You know, I mean, dude, the one that scene with um with Wood Harris, man, when I was yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. That was a dream come true for me, man. He was like, he's one of my, like, actors I aspire to, like, be like and look up to. You know, I was watching him since, like, paid in full, man. Like, yeah. remember the Titans? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's one of my act like inspirations for actors and just being in that scene with them, being able to work with them in that space, man, it was a dream come true. But at the same time, I was like, yo, it's it's Wood Harris. I can't let him down. Right. I gotta show him, <laughs> I gotta show him what I can do. I gotta hang in the scene with him. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, anytime I think of season one, I just think of tryouts, making the team and just proving that I belong. Very similar to how Michael Cooper was, you know what I'm saying? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke world. So when I had the opportunity to not only, you know, follow up with the season one, I was I followed, you know, majority of the characters that plays. And um I think I I think I replied to you or just responded to one of your uh um, stories and said, "Man, great job! You you did that, man. Just hey, keep up the good work." And then you responded back or something like that. I you did the uh, speaking emoji, cool, because you know it's just you know the natural thing that I do. So, yeah, you definitely did that, man. And thank you for. I, I don't emphasize that enough, or maybe I do, but I don't want you to know or anyone that has rocked with me. I don't take that lightly because, like you said, you got out of practice. You were in the midst of season two. Like and then you taking time to connect with this brother as an independent content creator, just you know chopping it up, man. So uh, again, I- I'm truly thankful for that. Of course, Murph, got you. As we get to season two, 
I, I'm going to continue to shoot my shot as a, a, a upcoming newbie in this thing called acting as well. D, now Mr. Rodney Barnes, Mr. Iden, they know me. I need more people to vouch for me. I just need, I can do a, a journalist, some press, whatever <laughs> I need to do. I, 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 I met him. I met, I, I, well, I didn't miss, I, I connected with Mr. Rodney Barnes on here. I actually met Mr. Iden when I went to L.A., about a month uh, About six weeks ago They have mm-hmm. understanding I'm just saying D, I'm, I'm pushing I'm putting it out In the atmosphere Don't forget about it brother Some Gap Needs to be filled I'm just throwing it out there We gonna plug you in Murph You got you <laughs> We gonna plug you That's all oh, I'm Lord, looking for That's it So I can put on my resume <laughs> Actor Okay that's all That's hey. all there we go. Got That's that all, drink. D. That's all. No, I appreciate you, brother. Now, here we are. Before we get to season two, you in season one, track star, already had some roles as an actor. Hmm. Did you know how intense this thing called basketball gets when it comes to the training regimen <laughs> and to be considered a world champion? <laughs> Maybe you do, but I just have to ask before we get to season two and we be uh, we wrap it up. Ooh, man, Murph, I man, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> it was a rude awakening. I remember yeah. I was talking about this in um, another sit down I had. I was like, man, I got to practice. I didn't even know what a pick and roll was. I was come like, on. I was like a fish out of water. Like, yeah, yeah. Pick, <laughs> let your body touch his, hold your, your groin, and go to the basket. Okay. Yo. Huh? <laughs> I was just like, man. But, but you know, we've been training since, like, I want to say top of 2020. Okay. Um, Because we were supposed to shoot the series in 2020, but, you know, Corona totally. shut down. Yeah. That whole thing happened. But we had virtual sessions with our trainer, Edon. So, like, okay. you know, we had about two years before gotcha. we started okay. shooting. Okay, that's, that's good. That's a good time. Uh, yeah, it was Yeah, it was great. You didn't have me, to feel pressured man, in, was, on a yeah, short amount of time to get all that basketball knowledge and workouts in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we also had to, like, you know, well, for me, I had to drop a lot of weight because, you know, Cooper's skinny. So, like, I probably dropped about 30 pounds before we started shooting, too. Yeah. Well, you, again, you yeah. played... The hell out of that road, and you still okay. doing it. But I'm Thank saying when I first said, I'm like, dude, it's. I know Nixon's son. I say, wait, I don't see Delonte Cooper. Maybe that's his <laughs> actor name, the Souza. But okay, but go ahead, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I remember that first week. I remember the first week getting in on the court. Man, it was crazy, man. We do like, we do up and downs. We do three man weaves. We will do two man passing layups around the rim, like. Man, I thought that first week I thought I might not make it, Murph. I was like, real. I was on the wall. I was like, death <laughs> and like this. I was like, whoa, this is a lot. This is a lot for an actor, but yeah, man. I, I think the consistency and just going to practice every day is what really helps solidify, you know, my basketball. And by the season finale, I got to shoot my own free throw. So, that man, was come cool. on, man. Wait a minute. On, Wait, that's when they D D they fouled you, bro. I was right there. They found you hard, D. And you weren't sure if you was going to shoot them. Oh, my bad. I told you, man. I remember it like yesterday. (laughs) Am I lying? 
Nope, you ain't told a lie yet. Hey, I'm t- hey man, I'm, I'm telling you, like I treat I treat that series as if I am a part of it from a fan and viewer standpoint. But I, as an athlete, I, I have my own personal stories. But I felt that like Coop got to shoot, he got to make them. This for the championship. Yup. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Uh, and the last question I have, I know the listeners like Murph, you doing it again? But world, I know time is flying. D got to recoup. Coop got to recoup. Okay. <laughs> he got to get ready for practice probably later on tonight. Ain't no telling. Hey, he, hey, he got to he got to repeat as champions. This is the Lakers dynasty world. Okay. Uh, we not gonna we can talk for another thirty minutes, but I already told him I got a certain time frame because I got things to do later as well. What should we expect from season two from Coop as well as the uh, the Lakers fan base that don't know what's you know to, that hasn't seen uh, season one, but kind of like getting a snippet from you to kind of what to expect? Because some people now do they go. I'm not that person, obviously, but they will look at the latest and backtrack. So. Mm. Yeah, I'd say season two, man. Um, season two, we just gonna jump right into the action. Okay. You know, season one was more about establishing Magic Johnson, establishing the Lakers, Jerry Buss. You know, the transfer of ownership into building the Lakers dynasty. But now that we got all that out the way, season two is just gonna be right to the action. Um, definitely more basketball, more, more Lakers, more. No look passes, more sky hooks, more cool dunking off the wing, blocking shots and stealing. Dunking, yes. Um, but man, if season one is like a ten, we taking that at twelve straight for the first episode of season two. So it's definitely gonna be more action packed, more exciting. Um, you know, we going we there's gonna be more Larry Bird, more you know Dr. J. That's just yes, sir, for sure. That hey, that that makes up. That dynasty of of, of superstar mm-hmm. Hall of Famers, so that, that that's dope as well. Mm-hmm. So man, we just gonna get back right into what we was doing season one, except we going ten times harder. There it is with the experience, with the chemistry already. Come on, it, mm-hmm. that's it's nothing but to expect that. Yep, that's good, man. Now I, I got that one listener like Murph. Now that's dope. Now you got the Lakers dynasty. On Hulu at the same time with winning time and this back and forth. How does Coop individually, Mr. Delante D'Souza, I'm just my announcer voice radio, by the way, yeah. um, voice, how are you able to kind of stay focused and not go back and forth with the things that the streets are saying? Yeah, I think one of the things that helps a lot, Murph, is the feedback that we've been getting on winning time. You know, purely from the fans' point of view, people who watch it, the audience that watch the show loves it. There hasn't been a time I've been out where someone said I hated one in time. Now, Gosh. they probably wouldn't tell me that, but you know, I <laughs> no. haven't heard that in earshot either. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But, man, the feedback we've been getting on the show has been overwhelmingly positive. So, you know, that's kind of the only thing that, that I want, I like, keep in mind as. You know, we keep moving through season two and we keep working. It's, it's just giving the people who 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 watch the show what they want. And people who don't watch the show, give them what they want too. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's good. And it's, I, I think 
the thing about winning time is that it's a I mean the the intention behind the show is that it's a love letter to sports. You know what I'm saying? It's a love letter to the amazing things the Showtime Lakers did. Magic, Kareem, Norm, Coop, Silk, like Byron Scott, James Worthy. We didn't get there yet, but what I'm saying is more like it's not for us, it's not from a place of like competition or one right. of the best series out there. It's just yo. We love and appreciate what y'all and did. And telling your story, as we know yeah. how. Yep. Yeah, we we appreciate y'all, Mark, that y'all made in sports, and you know we just wanna we just wanna tell the story of it. That's all it is, man. So it's all love and it's all it's all it's all good vibes. But yeah, man, just the the positive outreach and outpouring from our audience is what keeps us all motivated to keep going and you know keep delivering. That's good. And you delivered, man, on Why Not Sports, brother. Uh, yeah. D double D D squared. Delante D'Souza. That's a nice ring, man. Yeah. <laughs> Radio announcer D Murph. No. But um, <laughs> thank you, brother. I, I really do um, appreciate you. Uh, when I go to LA, I'll be sure to let you know I'm in town, depending on your schedule, obviously. But I, I got something that works where I will be back. And uh, continued success. Continue to work hard. Make sure you stretch. Drink a lot of alkaline water. You know, that's alkaline good. Water. Alkaline water. I'm just saying. Not just uh, alkaline water. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. As you continue to increase this workout regimen, went from a 10 to 12 for season two. Just a recommendation. Yep. Just a recommendation. And uh, just let us, uh, the world know, man, the audience, man, how to follow you and um, how we can uh, reach you. Yep, you can find me on Instagram um, at Delante D'Souza. I uh, spell just like my name, D E L A N T E D E S O U Z A. Um, Twitter, same thing. I'm usually on Instagram more though. Okay. So, yeah, that'd probably be the best place to, to find me at. Hey, world. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all follow. Y'all follow this man. Check out Winning Time Season 2 in the works. You, I know you know, but when you listen to this, you already know I'm whenever I know the start date, I'm locking it in and I'm <laughs> I'm gonna tell a little bit. I'm rearranging certain things on my schedule. That's just how it is. I, I'm a basketball fan. I'm a you know, obviously a basketball kind of so I play basketball, basketball anyway. It's just the love of the game. Obviously, here also why not sports? Duh. Mm-hmm. So it all adds up. You definitely did a great job, man. I'll definitely continue to support and spread the word uh, and to continue to add to this great list of uh, actors and men and women of winning time and what I, whatever I can do to continue to highlight and keep pushing, man, from season after season after the season. You can come back mid-season, season three, whenever, man. You know, you have that, uh, that, that key, man. I just want to let you know that as well. Thank you, Murph. Appreciate it. No problem. World, we out. Uh, yeah, I can see D. He's starting to grab his back. He getting getting muscle cramps and stuff like like LeBron. So we go we go. We go get him out of here. But world, first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what's up? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's D Murph. You can also find the Why Not Sports on Instagram page at Why Not Sports underscore. Also, check out the website, www.demurfspeaks.com, where you will see this gentleman featured on the website as well. And continue to be safe. Even if it's something initially that you want and it's kind of not the norm, but it's still in the path of what you want, like, 
Mr. Delante said, hey, you want to put on some shorts to dance? Wait, that's not acting. Well, that's part of the process, okay? I didn't think that I was going to be a a host, award-winning host. I just had to start and push the record button. And here I am today, six years later. But overall, whatever you want, it might be a little different as long as you get to where you want to go. It's not, it really don't matter how you start. As long as you just suck it up and go ahead. Anyway, we're, we out. We love y'all. Until next time, until next week, keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on grinding.